Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. And welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFedoff. So for episode 81 today, we're going to be talking about the Under Armour apparel deal that's coming up due at the end of this year for Notre Dame. They signed a 10-year deal back in 2014 for $90 million, and now it's it's open bid time. So Under Armour could maintain the contract, or they could go to Adidas or Nike or whoever. But I'm going to be talking about that and how that correlates to a certain TV show and the star of that TV show from the early 1980s. When I started this podcast back in June of last year, I said we would have some pop culture references from time to time. Well, here's that one of those podcasts that we have that. But first things first, a quick update on the lacrosse for both men and women. The men, they play this Sunday, 2.30 on ESPNU. They play Johns Hopkins. We are favored to win that game. So hopefully we win and go to the final four. I repeat, the men's lacrosse, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time this Sunday on ESPNU. Unfortunately, yesterday, the women's team lost to Boston College. I couldn't watch the game live. I worked during the day, so I DVR'd it, watched it last night. It started out pretty good. We were up two to one, but then we ended up losing more or less by a football score, 20 to six. Uh, Boston College, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I do not know much about lacrosse. And I could just tell from this game, it reminded me of when Notre Dame went to one of their frozen fours, the hockey final four. And they played the University of Denver, who was a powerhouse at the time. I don't know if they're still a powerhouse, but they annihilated us during that uh, hockey game. And I just felt I knew Denver would just leaps and bounds better than us, even though we had a solid team that year. And I just felt that way about the women's lacrosse game yesterday. It it just looked like we were overmatched. However, I talked to a friend of mine, Greg Schaefer from East of the East of the Bend Productions. He follows lacrosse a lot. His production team, they cover high school games around here. And he said that score is misleading because Notre Dame hung tight against Boston College earlier in the year. They played three. Well, if you count yesterday, it was three games against them. But the previous two games were not as bad as yesterday. So, and I trust Greg pretty good because he's becoming a pretty good expert uh, for lacrosse for high school, college, you name it. So, just want to give a shout out to uh, Greg Schaefer there from East of the Bend Productions to kind of tutor me on this whole lacrosse thing. Hopefully I'll know a little bit more, especially if Notre Dame, the men's team keep winning. But just to put some things in perspective, Boston College was, they were the ranked third or seeded third, and they were 3-0 and against us this year. We finished the year 15-6, and and three of those losses were to Boston College, who are going to their sixth straight Final Four, and they won it in 2021. Our other losses were to Syracuse, another powerhouse, Virginia. I believe they're pretty much a powerhouse, too, in the women's lacrosse game. And then Northwestern, who I'm not sure if they're a powerhouse or becoming a powerhouse. But the other games, uh, Greg was right. We only lost 12-11 to to Boston College. And the other one was a little bit uh, a little bit more of a uh, wider gap. We lost 9-4, to so 12-11, 9-4, to and then yesterday was just... We got annihilated 20 to 6. But congratulations uh, to the Notre Dame women's lacrosse team for going to the quarterfinals. 
and finishing 15 and six. So back to the main subject, uh, the apparel deal for Notre Dame athletics. It's been with Under Armour the last 10 years. At the time, it was the biggest, uh, one of the biggest signings, if not the biggest signing ever uh, for, uh, for a, a, a sports apparel company uh, to sign a, a college program. However, it's that contracts uh, up at the end of this year. And to me, the biggest, because I could care less what things look like. I mean, I don't like really busy type of stuff uh, where you have all these, you know, fancy zigzag designs and all that type of stuff. As I get older, if it's my birthday and someone wants to get me something or uh, Christmas, what kind of Notre Dame gear do you want? Just anything basic for me. I don't, as long as it says Notre Dame on it, I'm going to wear it. But I do, I don't like the whole type of busy type uh, look to things. Uh, NFL is getting ridiculous at times with some of their uniforms. They got the ziggy zag. I don't know if that's even a term they use for numerals, but I like the old school block numerals. If you look at the Steelers, they switched up their uniform. Their, their base uniforms are pretty much the same, but in 1997, they went to these little kind of curly type, what I call zigzag for the, uh, for the numerals. And it's just not the same. And on special occasions like this year, it was supposed to be the night that Franco Harris had his number retired uh, for the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Um, tragically, he passed away a couple days earlier unexpectedly. But they were those old school black or or block numeral, old school block numeral uniforms. Is what I'm trying to say there. And to me, that's just nice and clean type of uh, look right there. So for me, I, I could care less about what the apparel is going to look like my biggest concern for the Notre Dame athletes is their safety and that is obviously with the shoes I've heard good things and bad things about Under Armour but the same with Adidas and Nike if I was any one of those three companies I would make the pitch to Notre Dame to say hey look at our statistic statistics right now look how many uh, injuries we've had whether and obviously they're going to try to promote they've had less injuries than other companies. I don't know any of that data to be honest with you, but if I'm with Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour, and I got to go in front of Notre Dame's athletic administration, I want to say, hey, look how safe our product is, especially our shoes, and your athletes are going to be safe. That's the number one pitch I would make. And to me, that's my biggest concern. Uh, that's the only real concern that I have. As I mentioned earlier, I could care less how things look, but this leads into the correlation with my pop culture reference. So the TV show, Too Close for Comfort. Too Close for Comfort is an Amer was an American sitcom television, television series that aired on ABC from November 11th, 1980. So I, was, I just turned five years old. My birthday is September 27th, 1975. So I remember this sitcom vaguely. I do remember it, but not like what I grew up with, the family ties, the... Growing Pains, Night Court, Cheers, uh, God, what else? Uh, Cosby Show, Hogan Family, which was Valerie's family. You know, all those shows back in the day. So it aired from November 11th, 1980 to May the 5th, 1983 for its first run syndication. And then from April the 7th, but then it, it got canceled because they said it moved to Thursday night. And that would have been 83. That was before the true must-see TV uh, for NBC because at the time, 
NBC was slowly getting into that Thursday primetime. They called it must-see TV where it was the Cosby Show, Family Ties, Cheers, Night Court. And then I think you had, was it St. Elsewhere or Hill Street Blues? But right here in the early 80s, it was probably Cheers, Night Court, and Family Ties because the Cosby Show didn't start until... Uh, the fall of 1984 and then you had the spinoff with a different world as you can see i know i know my dates and i know a lot of my pop culture tv and movie references here so it got canceled but then it was picked up in syndication from april the 7th 1984 to february 7th 1987. its name was changed to the ted knight show when the show was retooled in 1986 for what would turn out to be its final season due to ted knight's death uh, and he died, I think he was only 62, he died of colon cancer. A uh, great actor, though, great, great actor. Uh, the original concept of the series was based on the 1980s British sitcom, Keep It in the Family. Knight plays work-at-home cartoonist Henry Rush, whose two adult daughters live in the downtown, downstairs apartment of his San Francisco townhouse. And the family moves to Marin County for the show's final season, where Rush becomes a co-owner of a local weekly newspaper. So why do I bring this up? One, uh, like I said, once COVID started and there wasn't much to do, uh, I discovered 2B TV for some old TV shows. Uh, this week, I was just kind of flipping through there and I noticed they got a lot of the old 80s shows that I watched. I mean, Different Strokes is on there now, Facts of Life, and then Too Close for Comfort. And I was like, man, I do remember that somewhat. So I watched a couple episodes and I started seeing that he, in all these episodes, he's wearing a college sweatshirt so i don't know which i think it started out with ucla so during the run of this show colleges would send him uh their college sweatshirts so ohio state iowa you name it they were sending in and there was notre dame he i think there was about two episodes and tim's gonna i sent tim a picture so hopefully he has this picture up where it's gonna be the thumbnail so there's at least two episodes where he was wearing a notre dame sweatshirt so here's my thing back to the apparel thing. As I mentioned earlier, my biggest thing is just the safety of the student athlete, especially with the shoes. And I could care really less about the design, even though I do like those traditional type designs. But the one thing is I want, to, I want the company sponsor, whatever you want to call it, to have a connection with the school. Obviously, they'll have a connection with the school, but with the fans as well. Back when I was growing up, and I know things aren't going to go back to the 1980s, you had so much more of a connection which, with the products you bought, the TV shows you watched. I remember as a kid, so many cereals would have contests, whether you're trying to find, I remember, not to get too sidetracked, but if you saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, getting the golden ticket, a lot of cereals had that back in the day too, where you're trying to find a certain coin or just something in the box. I mean, I never won anything and 99.9%, .9%, if not 100% of the people I knew, never won anything anyway, but you still had that connection and you never knew maybe one day you would you know, get that so-called golden ticket. But I think a lot of that's lost now where any sort of contest that you see, especially on TV, it's like, just go to our app and you could maybe correlate that, you know, with modern technology with the past as well, but it's pretty much, okay, here's our QR code, scan it. And it just, it doesn't have that connection. I can't say enough, the connection, the connection, connection. And I just think it's a great opportunity, whether it's Nike, Under Armour, if they keep the contract, or if Notre Dame keeps the contract with them, I should say, 
or Adidas or another company to somehow have a connection uh, with the fans. Maybe it's a contest to say, hey, here's three designs. Vote on what you would like to be the next so-called Notre Dame. I know Notre Dame student body has the shirt, which I do not like this year from a previous podcast, but something to involve the fans, whether it's maybe us designing a shirt or a contest, something like that. But I think we could learn something from Too Close for Comfort and Ted Knight. Yes, ABC, who where the show aired, they wanted viewers. Ted Knight, the great actor that he was, wanted viewers too. But also, I, I think you, they have to think too, they wanted that connection with their fans as well. And what a great marketing tool to say, hey, if you send in your sweatshirt, you can see it on our TV show. And back then there was, I mean, VCRs were just coming out. Uh, so I guess you could uh, videotape stuff, but there was no streaming back in the early 80s. I mean, streaming was it's, it's still a very uh, new type of thing right now. So if you wanted to watch something, you had to be there that night or wait for the rerun. So if you were Notre Dame, hey, you send it into Ted Knight and CBS and the production staff of Too Close for Comfort. And oh, God, we see our sweatshirt out there. I... One of the episodes I watched, I saw Oberlin College from here in Ohio, uh, a small college up, up north from Columbus. But I can't stress this enough. We can learn so much from the great actor Ted Knight. And from thing is, too, he, he was a, and not to get sidetracked again too much, but great, great actor. Uh, he was, and I was only five years old when this started, but he was, this was before my time, the Mary Tyler Moore show. He had that very great stage presence, but he still could do a uh, great situational comedy too, where it's not too theatrical, but just that right mesh of stage presence, but also a sitcom uh, conversational piece as well. And unfortunately he passed away from colon cancer. I think he was only 62. The weird thing is though, not that he looked bad for his age, but he was, when that show started like 59 or 60, when I see 59 or 60 year olds now, I, I just don't think of them. And not that that's old, but People that were that old back then, they just kind of looked more grandfatherish uh, back then. Granted, he had gray hair and they were dressing like, you know, my grandfathers at the time, you know, wearing the very crisp, you know, long uh, collared golf shirts and then the polyester pants. So maybe it was just the clothes or whatever, but uh, he just kind of, when I, I would have thought he'd been hit his you know mid 60s to 70s but again he didn't look bad that's not what i'm saying it's just people just kind of had that older look back then but the, he still looked you know i never would have thought he uh had cancer at all so but what i'm trying to get as I, I just think this next uh uh sponsor for notre dame or apparel deal i i, I can't really i keep getting that word lost in my train of thought here whether it's Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, they need to have that connection with the fans. Uh, I mean, I know we're going to probably buy the product regardless, but it would nice just like to be some sort of a connect instead of, you know, paying way overpriced for their product just because it says Under Armour, Nike, and Notre Dame on it is what I'm trying to say. Think of us fans too. That may be wishful thinking, but at the same time, Hey, I just thought I'd bring this up because a lot of people were doing podcasts last week on this whole apparel deal. And I was just like, I'll, I'll get to that later. I want to try to make it 
somewhat of my own and just to bring a pop culture reference into this here uh that's uh that's what i'm trying oh here this is what i as i was losing my train of thought there so ted knight and this is just kind of a side thing too i really didn't know all i really knew him from was this show uh, as the older i become you know mary Miller, mary tyler moore but i really never watched that show because i don't even know if i was born yet but uh right when this show started it was right after it was right before no yeah right after caddyshack and i finally watched that show a couple or movie a couple years ago i thought it was okay it's kind of the same thing with animal house maybe i just watched it too late in the game where i've seen other movies that have done that type of humor before where it's like I've seen that before. This is nothing new to me, but they were the original to do that. But he was one of the big stars from Caddyshack. And I just kind of want to make people are going to think I'm nuts right here. And I, I think I was 12 when I saw Caddyshack 2. And I had not seen, I think I saw Caddyshack probably five years ago for the first time ever. And maybe I didn't have to see uh, Caddyshack 2 again just to kind of get my reference point. But I think Caddyshack 2 is better. People are going to say they, that is blasphemous. I'm full of shit for saying that. But to me, there's there's just some of these sequels where I think it's better than the original. And people think I'm nuts despite being the uh, so-called movie TV expert that I claim to be. But I just wanted to make that quick uh, uh, reference uh, for both Ted Knight and Caddyshack. I, I thought I like Caddyshack 2 better. So I know it's going to be blasphemous right here. But anyway, to sum up, I just think this is a really good opportunity for Notre Dame and the next, uh, I, I keep saying sponsors. There's gotta be a better word for that. Uh, uh, what would be the, uh, I'm just going to keep saying sponsor. There's, there's another word I'm missing here, but whoever, uh, is the, uh, apparel company for Notre Dame going forward. I just think it'd be great to have that connection with the, uh, with the fans whether it's some something kind of like what ted knight was i mean i know you really can't do that but just some sort of connect and here's the last thing too if you look at and maybe tim will have some photos here or you can just look online you know too close for comfort ted knight college sweatshirts i know i said i really don't care how things look as long as they're not too busy well those sweatshirts that he was wearing were very traditional even for the early 1980s just very clean i saw a ohio state one watching an episode the other night that would be great for this new um apparel that for the new apparel deal whether any company for whatever company it is to have them use like a retro type old school look and maybe that could be part of this so-called connection to us whether it's a contest where we submit our ideas or where whether they have five five selections and we select which one we want to use or which one we want to be the official retro sweatshirt, kind of like what Ted Knight was wearing in Too Close for Comfort. So I will shut up. I hope you enjoyed this with the pop culture reference. Check out Too Close for Comfort. I may keep watching. It's only a half hour show. It's only, I believe it aired from, yeah, it was pretty much about six and a half seasons, but with only 30 minutes, it doesn't take you that long to go through. It's on 2B TV right now uh, for free. That's a free plug for 2B TV. Maybe they'll become a sponsor for FanStream Sports. Who knows? Um, but anyway, thank you so much for joining me for episode 81. And as always, go Irish.